Yes. Welcome to 91 Octane. I am John. I'm Randy. And on today's episode, of course, your headlines for the week. I have BMW updates, Randy. Some ridiculous, ridiculous BMW really? updates. How, yeah. How, yeah. Uh, we take on the worst drug dealer, which is uh, very interesting. We'll mm-hmm. leave that a little cryptic for now. Mm-hmm. And finally, we're at the end of the month or at the beginning of the month, I should say. So it's the pick of the month. We're picking a car from Craigslist to discuss for this week. So let's start with the headlines. <laughs> the headline for and today. And the most glaring headline. <laughs> Is my snaggle tooth? You look like Cletus uh, from uh, the, the Simpsons. <laughs> so, uh, five years ago, I'm speaking with the Lisp today. Okay. Because five years ago, I got in a bicycle accident. Okay. And busted my two teeth. <laughs> I thought you were fucking with me at first. Like I thought you like because it's like ho- close to Halloween and like you. <laughs> You had like, you know, kind yeah, of blacked yeah, yeah. out your tooth because uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like, dude, there's, I mean, it's like, it's Angela, a tooth. It's an Angelus Crest tunnel. Like, <laughs> <laughs> so I used to ride an uh, electric bike to work. Okay. And coming home, like I would pedal. So I get some exercise. Okay. On the way home. Sometimes I do like bunny hops off of curbs and stuff like that. With the electric bike? With the electric bike. Yeah. Isn't it heavy? Uh, it is. It's 50 pounds, uh, but you can still do it. Okay. Okay. Because uh, it's got assist power. Right, right. So I would do that, and it just so happens one of the days I'd removed my front wheel. Uh-huh. And then put it back on. Okay. But didn't check it. Okay. So on my bunny hop on the way home. Oh, my God. I I did what's called an endo, right, where I yeah. went fa- uh, over the bars. Right. And I literally... Ate asphalt, oh and my. busted my two teeth. Oh, dude, <laughs> yeah. my two fronts. Because it's not a snaggle tooth; it's just like missing tooth. It's this one only half broke. The the one on the left actually mostly broke. Okay, okay. So this one has like what three fourths or less? <laughs> three fourths <laughs> or less? Yeah, still there. But and that's what attaches the cap. That's what the cap attaches to. Okay, so this was five years ago. This was five years ago. Okay, and so yesterday I was eating. <laughs> being an Asian, I was just eating a dumpling. Okay, and I bit into it, and I was starting. It was. It got crunchy, and I was like, "Oh fuck! I think that's a tooth." <laughs> It got crunchy, <laughs> and I basically <laughs> chomped through my uh, my thousand dollar tooth. Oh my god! Yeah, and it, it shattered it by chewing. Yeah. Oh man! I mean, it's the glue is known to fail, especially for something so high uh, traffic in the mouth. Right. With this, uh, <laughs> with the front. Oh my goodness! Yeah. So I chomped through it, and my dentist is closed on Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> So I couldn't even get a temporary one in today. Dude, you're so lucky. It's like COVID situation. <laughs> you know, I went to work with a busted lip and this. Oh, you had to go into the office. Well, no, I, I should say when this originally happened. Oh, five years I ago. I went to the office. Oh, I didn't give a fuck. Because oh. you know what? I'm married. Yeah. And really, at the end of the day, all I do is sit at a desk and work on a computer. Oh, my God. Dude. Yeah. I, were you gone already when it happened to yes, me? Yes, it happened at my new job. Oh, no, th- that happened at my new job. So when I, was I, I have almost um, almost the exact same story. Really? Um, you got fakes, too? I have, yeah. My okay. Front. 
Oh, okay. Front, the yeah. top two? I uh no, just one. Oh, okay, okay. Just one. <laughs> it, I chipped. I chipped maybe like fifteen percent of it, but like the whole edge, like yeah. the whole the whole yeah, yeah. edge of it just came off. Uh-huh. So I was missing that portion of my tooth for a little while. Oh, okay. and it was the same thing. I I, I there there was a period where my E thirty six broke down. The crankshaft pulley broke. And I was a broke-ass college student. I had no money to fix it. Wow. So what I did is just I rode my bike around. I okay. rode my bike to school. I rode my bike to work. Uh-huh. So I was riding my bike one day. And I, I always wanted to take this shortcut, but it goes through a major street. This was on Jamboree. Uh-huh. Yeah. And um, I I was always afraid because there were just a lot of cars going at really high speeds. It's and a six-lane road. Yeah. For and those I, that don't yeah, know. And yeah. And I, I was at this point, it had already been clipped. With people making right turns, right. So I was I was always nervous, but it was already late night, and this going through this bridge or this this way cut my commute by ten minutes. That's yeah. ten minutes less on a bike. <laughs> yeah, yeah, work, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Right. So I'm like, oh, I'll take it. So then I'm I'm uh, I'm pedaling, I'm pedaling, I'm going up, and as soon as I start going up, like the incline. All of a sudden, my vision just slammed all the way down. Turns out there was a a like a drain. Yeah, but it wasn't a crisscross pattern. It was just straight lines, straight oh, steel, like a steel yeah, grate. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And my tire went right in between. Oh, and I, and I went over the other side. Luckily, yeah. I, I I chucked myself forward, but I landed on my forearms. Oh, so my good forearms for you. braced most of my fall. Uh huh. And then my teeth hit the ground. So I barely. Like I was able to hold my head back a little bit, but just not enough to avoid chipping one tooth. Helmet or none? Helmet always. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I always yeah, always yeah. roll with the helmet. Yeah. But because I was putting my forearms down, I figured I was safe. But yeah. my head just went bam. Damn. Right into the concrete. Yeah. And I was like, ah, I don't. I never found the piece. I don't know oh, where really? it went. Yeah. <laughs> I don't I have no idea where it went. Yeah. But I. It was like a week that I just. I. I was just going about my life that way the first couple days were iffy yeah then after that i'm like what well, who cares <laughs> <laughs> yeah exactly i'll just say it yeah. happened in a fight right well yeah i mean because you can say that but, <laughs> but i don't care I yeah i mean after a while it was just got, but finally it got fixed uh, but i mean for me it was just like you said like a little cap mm-hmm. that they like, put a uv yeah. light to yes yeah um but mine's been uh shit that that's more than five years for me so that's good because that well you have more to attach to right more tooth to oh maybe to. that that's so why. that helps you yeah because yeah. it's really just like a, a layer like almost like a mm-hmm. like like you painted it over a little bit with yes, layers and exactly that's it. exactly but, I <laughs> but that yeah sucks, but, so yeah i mean i'm stuck with this until tuesday yeah but fortunately, like you said, we have to wear masks. So oh, so no one can tell in anyway. In the public, I don't even give a yeah, shit. That's yeah, that's true. But, yeah. it's, but the listeners will have to hear your lisp until this they is They will. <laughs> and it's crazy. This happened to me in Chicago on the other tooth. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, so when you didn't break both teeth at the I same did. spot? Oh, I okay. did, but they both have fallen out at different times. Oh, okay. And there's temporary glue that you can buy at uh, CVS. Oh, that will reattach put, it, yes. Oh, but since you ate yours. Exactly. <laughs> That's the fucking problem. And it's a grand on top of it. Uh, oh, really? It's a grand for those teeth. I got the really expensive porcelain ones. Oh, shit. Just get gold, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, really? Your insurance doesn't pay for it? It does, but that's what it costs. Oh, okay, okay. I thought, yeah, I, I yeah, thought yeah. you were paying a grand. I have, like, uh, you know, the health card 
thing. Oh, okay, uh, okay. HSA type shit. Okay, perfect. So, but yeah, yeah it, it would have come out of my. You pocket. already have your appointment. Yeah. Yeah. But here I am for the four days. Damn. Yeah. Is Sam laughing at you all the time? Yeah, and the kid. <laughs> it's funny. My eldest kid. I'm trying to like toughen him up by teasing him a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> You, you know, like, that's, like, third yeah. world shit. Oh, for sure, yeah. Right? Like, your dad teases you a little oh, bit. Like, yeah. bust your balls, you oh, know? Oh, hell yeah. And my dude. wife never grew up in that environment. Oh, okay. Her dad doesn't bust her brother's balls. Okay. So, but I grew up with that. Oh, Maybe because yeah. my dad is third world straight up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, um, I bust my kid's balls a little bit. And so, he's like, oh, yeah. He was, like, uh, he was making fun of me. And he's like, oh, yeah, broke tooth daddy. <laughs> <laughs> And I'd start dying. I'm like, good for you, man. Because you got to learn to stand up for yourself. Yeah, oh, for you know? sure. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You can't just let him, like, get beaten down yeah. every time. Yeah, Verbally yeah. or not, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, he... he broke I, Tooth Daddy. Dude, I was laughing. And he, he Welcome loves Welcome to 91 Octane with John and Broke Tooth Daddy. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's funny, man. Yes. That sucks. Or yeah. at, least, at least that's the situation. Because... I, the first thing, the first thought I had was, all right, let, where's the re- how does the rest of them look? Oh, right. Because I thought maybe you had gotten in the scrap or something. Oh, right, right, and, right. and I was like, nah, you look fine. It's yeah. just, it must have been eating a dumpling. <laughs> <laughs> Stereotypical Asian shit, unfortunately. Well, next headline is also local news. That's what we'll call it. That sure, was. sure. Local news. So do you have a ring? The, yes, you have a ring. Oh, so, the the camera or yeah, the camera. Oh uh, no, I do no, not. No, okay. So the the ring camera comes with like this ring neighborhood app that okay. spans like fifteen miles. I don't know what the exact mileage is, but it's a it's a big network. It's a big yeah. It's a big network of people that can like comment, almost like Facebook type oh, wall type of situation. Okay. okay. And most of the time, you'll hear like oh people checking doors or like things like that. Yep. Um. Last week, someone posted they stole my catalytic converter. Yours? No, 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 not mine. Oh, not mine. That, that okay, they posted. Okay, that, okay. That's what they posted. That's, uh-huh. They had stolen theirs. Luckily, most of the activity is pretty far away from where I live. Yeah. But this is the first time that I've seen catalytic converter stealing this close to my house. It's been happening around here, too. It's been happening around here, too. Yes. So, okay, so here's the thing about that. So once I, once I learned about that, I'm like, you know what? I need to learn about why this is happening. Um, so I decided to look up like what, what people are trying to do or what the benefit is. Right. Of, so apparently there's precious metals. Um, there's that. Yes. Right. So rhodium, platinum, and palladium. Yes. Um, but I think the biggest, the most glaring fact that I found is that scrap yards will pay anywhere from $50 to $200 for one of these catalytic converters. Okay. Business is booming here, obviously. Right. Yeah. People are desperate. Where are they taking these? Like, is it legal for a scrapyard to take a catalytic converter just like just as junk? Like, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, I, once somebody comes back enough and like brings you like five of them, it's like, okay, dude, I know you don't have five cars that you're just right, randomly taking the catalytic right. converters out of. Although you could say that you just got at the junkyard because every time I tried to chase down the B pipe for the prelude, yeah, I'd get there and they would ch- the the cat was chopped out. Yeah. Not even unbolted out, so I it could never take them. Out. They just straight up cut it out. So you could always argue that you went to the scrapyard, the junkyard. Yeah, I, I guess you could. I mean, <clears throat> and no one. I mean, I guess if someone dug enough, they could prove otherwise. Right. But who would be motivated to check? Right. And I presume that the issue, the reason they were getting stolen, was because we have smog laws. 
Right. And these are high value items, like two to five hundred bucks brand new for a cat, maybe even more, right? Depending on the car. But it looks like the 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 highest consumer of these stolen goods are scrapyards and they're not using it to put it back into cars. Mm. Right? They're using them to harvest the metal or whatever, extract the metal. Wow. Um or the the yeah, the precious metals. So then in that case I'm like this seems like a pretty easy thing to look into. Yes. You know, if scrapyards weren't allowed to take in these things, right, mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. then that would be the end of that. Mm-hmm. Unless, because does anyone really buy a secondhand catalytic converter? Doesn't seem like a smart decision. Doesn't seem like a smart decision, but guys that go from test pipes to... Is that me? No. Uh. Guys that go from test pipes to... Uh, for and going back to past smog yeah, might do it. Yeah, but they I feel like they would save their own. I guess if they sold them. Right. In that case, yeah, they'd probably want to. And then you wouldn't really care about the condition. But I don't know that there's a big enough community of people doing that for there to be kind of the rampant Right. Um, you know, I guess the quantity of occurrences is really high. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. You know, you see videos of it, of people just chopping them off and leaving. Are they chopping them or unbolting them? If they can unbolt them, they will. But most oh. of the time, they'll just cut right through and they're gone in a minute. With you know? just like a sawzall? Yeah, that? yeah, that's it. Yeah, oh. a reciprocating saw, and then you're boom, you're done. Huh? Just, I mean, and most of the most of the victims are trucks. Obviously, right or like easy mini access raised vehicles, right? Raised vehicles. So, so are you, does that make you worry? Like, uh, not really, because you it, got cameras. my neighborhood is pr- generally pretty safe. <laughs> cameras don't stop people, is what that's I've true. noticed. Having these cameras, yeah, that's true. We you get because you like people post their shit, yeah. and you get video after video of people just pulling on handles with the lights on and and recording. Like they don't give a shit, dude. Mm. And so I'm the best thing you can do is just lock your doors. Yeah. I'm not really worried with my cars because all my cars are lowered except for the truck. Which is outside. Which is that the truck is outside. But then also in my neighborhood, almost nothing happens. Oh, okay. That's and, good. And you know, if some if something were to if somebody were to come up there kind of sketch, you would notice. Kind of the advantage of living in a cul-de-sac. I was going to say that. You're yeah. on a cul-de-sac, so that helps a lot. Yeah. I grew yeah. up on one, so I know. Yeah. It's, yeah. Uh, it's a huge benefit. Oh, but yeah. You don't really have to worry too much. Mm-hmm. Lo- n- zero to no traffic, pretty much, right? Just the neighbors. Yeah. Almost no traffic. And that's yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. You don't have to worry about any. If, like, if there's a strange car, you know. Mm-hmm. You know. But, you know, I hope my catalytic converter doesn't get stolen, but apparently it's becoming a worse situation out here. So that's what I'd heard. Or maybe also. or maybe it's something we have to start doing. <laughs> Who knows? To fund the S2000. Yeah, to fund track days. All yeah. right. Next, next headline. Next headline. Um, a Jalopnik posted something. You don't really have an excuse anymore. Oh, what? So EV West. OK. Has released a Chevrolet. Uh, drop-in electric motor. Yes, I I, I saw this. You saw yeah. this. Uh, it's it's only gonna fit Chevys, I think. Yeah. Or anything that can be transfer uh, transverse. Gosh, damn it. Yeah. This tooth. <laughs> Transversely mounted engines. Right. So basically, rear-wheel drive vehicles. Right. But this is the step to what I had said earlier, or in past recent past weeks, where Honda swap EV. Just got to figure out the battery mounting points. But for Chevy's big, like, big ass, like, uh, 
Monte Carlos and those old New Yorkers and all that shit, like those huge cars. There's plenty of place for um, batteries. I mean, is this going to be the 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 LS of EV swaps? Exactly. You That's know, what like, I think it is. Yeah, like it's a lighter motor. Yeah. All you do is throw in some batteries, and you can have whatever range you want. If it mounts the same, which I'm assuming is what that what I, what I read. Yeah. It seems like the compatibility is there between mounting an LS motor mm-hmm. and this. Exactly. If that's the case, they're tapping into a market that has already built an yes. infrastructure. Yes. Because all you're doing is replacing the LS powertrain. Yeah. With this the electric EV. yeah EV mm-hmm. motor and a few electrical components, of course. But yeah, you just hook it up to the differential, and off you go. And you need batteries too, obviously. Ah, but. Dude, when, once once batteries get cheap enough, yeah. Which I mean, according to Elon Musk, you're talking about you know five, ten years. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be hard. Well, also light enough. <clears throat> if they okay. get light enough too, it's gonna mm-hmm. be hard not to want an electric car for the track. Exactly. That's what I. Yeah. I mean, we've been preaching about yeah. it for the past few weeks. I mean, like I, I'm like reluctantly preaching. I wouldn't even say preaching just because I, I've like held on to this internal combustion thing for so long. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. But the 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 I guess the logic, the reasoning centers of my brain are like it just makes so much sense. Mm hmm. Right? It does. Yeah, it really like, does. To not have to worry about engine components and all that stuff. All you're worried about is suspension tuning yeah essentially everything else right you're you're you have a reliable i mean so far we've seen electric motors be reliable yeah um you know for thousands millions of miles in some cases Mm -hmm. um so it might be that it's just a better option for the track just because of how much you beat on cars right? right rather than paying for three or four engines throughout your you know your career your hobby right yeah you're paying for one electric motor Ten thousand dollars, right? And now you're you're set, right? That's for a long ass time, forever. yeah. Forever, like yeah. yeah. It's like having an RC car, right? Like back yeah, in the day, or a power was, wheel, yeah, or a power wheel, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, yes. And you just replace the battery. Mm-hmm. It's light, so you're good. If boom. the engine goes boom, you just get a new one. Yeah, yeah. If it if it even does, I yeah. mean, I mean, those things are well. Who knows what they'll do under track conditions? Right. I don't know too much about like the IDR, the Volkswagen IDR, and those electric race cars Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um but it seems like it doesn't take too much um you know in terms of maintenance and replacement and power to have a fun car so if the e36 engine goes kaboom Mm -hmm. god forbid right would that be a next progression you think if it could be if if it was affordable here the conditions aren't that great actually for me like they're not great as in they're not big um, in that if I could get, if the engine goes boom mm-hmm. and I could get a replacement engine and battery without increasing the weight of the car. Yeah. It's an, it's a no brainer. Yeah. It just, it may, other than, you know, just the, the purest in you wanting to stay right. with the internal right. combustion. Right. There is no other reason to not go EV. No, there really Torque, isn't. Yeah. Right. Uh, maintenance. Mm-hmm. At least it's from what we've seen so far. Fluids. Uh, you know, fluids. Yeah, you only need you know, brake gasoline. fluid. Gasoline. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about just charging and having extra batteries. Like, th- that's 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 all I would need to worry about. Right. Um, and if it's a track car, ideally, I'd maybe towing it by this point. So, yeah. 
there's no real concern of running out of power, right? And aren't they installing charging stations at the tracks? Uh, uh, yeah, so that has started. I don't know about all tracks or right. which tracks, yeah. but it has started. I think the major ones, like yeah. one of the Willow Springs or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah I mean, they, it just it makes sense for them, yeah, too. Yeah. Totally, totally yeah. does. So, I mean, I, th- I think, I mean, it's also depends on the cost, too, right? I mean, I'm not, if 10000 makes sense. Mm. It mm-hmm. sounds like that's a good number. Yeah. You know, depending on what you get and how plug and play it is. Well, the MR2 conversion from EV West costs around six, not including batteries. Not including batteries. I don't, how much? How much are batteries? Because those Tesla home batteries are like ten grand each, aren't they? I have no idea. I'm, on I thought pricing. they were. I thought they were that expensive. I don't know anything about pricing. I just know at the per battery level, an eighteen six fifty is like ten bucks. A, a good high quality one. Okay. So you need a bunch of those to, and you need to connect them to each other right. to build a brick of batteries. Yeah. Yeah. Now, you know, it's kind of like if I'm if I'm talking strictly hobbyist, mm-hmm. having fun, track day stuff. Yep. That part of me has a real hard time leaving internal combustion. Sure. Um, you know, that working on a, on a motor, kind of building that stuff, that side of things, losing mm-hmm. all that. Mm-hmm. Um, it does kind of, you know, it, kind of, it's, it would kind of make me sad, I guess, to lose that. Like yeah. Like the engine blew. Right. But, you know, it's just, it, I would have to be filthy rich to continue down that road, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. All right. I mean, from sourcing those engines to all, you know, to not having to worry about any of that. I mean, yep. it just. It's 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 no brainer. You know, I was thinking about this. What you're saying right now about missing uh, internal combustion this week. I actually got to drive the car for for uh, to the post office. Okay. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know, right? Wow. I know. <laughs> and I was thinking um, when we hear like a Model T putting down the road, we don't get excited. Like. Y- our, or I should say, I definitely don't get excited. Yeah, I mean, I go ooh and ah, but not like... It's distinct too, right? Correct yeah, me if I'm wrong. Y- the sound of it is very distinct. Right. Right? And even, I would say, even muscle cars, like, yeah, it's impressive, and I know there's big power behind it, and it's fucking loud. Yeah. But it doesn't... Um, I don't, like, go out of my way to seek it, I right, should say. Right, right, right. So with that in mind, like, whereas like a new Ferrari, like I will totally, if I hear it, I'll be like jumping out of my chair to, know, from to, go, the, see it? to go see what, it, what that was. Right. Cause right. it's a different sound. What my point is, is that I think the next generation of uh, car kid kids now or whatever future um, generations, they're going to look at our internal combustion engines. The way I just described the model T is what I think is going to end up happening. To the point where really, and you know, Model Ts—they're not streetable really anymore. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I know that's a big—that's a far leap. Yeah, it is. Right, but even cars in the '50s through the '70s, you don't really see them on the road that much, if ever. Yeah. And let's face it, like seeing a Chevy Bel Air on the road, it's nice, but I don't really care about it that much. Or old Cadillacs from that era. I think that's eventually the way that our cars are going to go. Really? I do. I, I just have I mean, to. I because mean, I can see, like, like say we were we were doing this in the 1920s. Yep. And, you know, we owned Model Ts. Mm-hmm. And 
we're sitting here having the same conversation. Yeah. I don't know. Like, cause it's not the same sound, you know? Cause I mean, you're talking about like, like Disneyland Mickey Mouse sounds cars. Yeah. Yeah. You know? yeah, like, yeah. 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 Compared to V8. Roars. Yeah. And so you could think, you think that younger generations will see these cars, these as relics, sounds? the way we see model T's and even Chevy Bel Air's as relics, but they'll still enjoy the rev of a V eight V 10, right? Like, yeah, that may happen. We'll, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see versus that cool, like electric car sound, like, oh, that whining, like yeah, supercharger sound, yeah, which I can't do without a tooth. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe you can do it better. No, not at all. <laughs> but yes. yeah, I think, I mean, you might be right. Uh, it's that's another prediction. I yeah, we should make we should put a prediction board. Yeah, up. prediction. Yeah, write <laughs> yeah. down all the predictions. See which one comes yes. out right. Yes. But speaking of muscle cars, mm-hmm. moving into my last headline, um, we actually talked about speculation on the Mustang, the three fifty. Yeah. yeah. Uh, probably a few months ago, three months ago or so. Did we? Yeah. But nothing was confirmed. Now Ford has confirmed that Shelby GT three fifty and GT three fifty R are gone after next year. Oh, that was because the 500 got released, right? The 500 got released, but yeah. the 500 is automatic only. Oh, And the that's 350 right. was six-speed only. Okay. Yeah, so it was more... This was more of an enthusiast track car, whereas the GT500 is probably it's more... It's the M5. Yes, yes. Right? That's, that's... You hit it right on the mark. <laughs> yeah, it's yes, the M5. Yes, it's the M5. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. the M5. Yep. Um, so this is... It's sad for me because, you know, I said I, I haven't talked about wanting one in a while, but this mm-hmm. is still on my list. And oh, it is. Still the very Mustang. Mu- still very much on my short list, the 350, right? Okay. It's not going to be ever going to be a long-term own, but oh, I'd okay. like to give it a good year or two okay. of owning one, right? Uh-huh. Checking it out before just getting rid of it. Uh-huh. Uh, prior to this, you know, becoming true, you could probably see like 2016, 17s for like 45 Okay. You could see them. Now they're in the 55s. Oh, the used market? Yeah, the used market. Went up. And this is a, this is like CarMax, Carvana. Like you looked those it up sites. after you saw this posting? After I saw this, I started looking up. Oh. Uh, like, and I'm like on Craigslist, too. And that's what you see them at. And I'm like, really? People are marking them up. This is what happened with the RS, though, the Focus RS. Yeah, and then it tanked. And then, yeah, now it's in exactly. the 20s. So probably. I'm hoping that they tank. Because mm. the, the appeal of this specific car is that it has a flat plane crank V8. Yeah, you've mentioned that. You know, so mm-hmm. that I kind of want to enjoy that because i'm not gonna buy a ferrari which are th- they use that same technology and they're the only other ones that, that do that like most supercars have flat plane okay, crank cars okay. yeah um whereas you know with the mustang you get it for cheap essentially yeah, right yeah, yeah, so yeah. Super, it's cheap a cheap supercar uh-huh um so we'll see because uh, hopefully the prices kind of go down a little bit and then i can get into one but i'm not gonna pay 50 grand for an old mustang yeah, you, know? you might as well get an M2. Right? Yeah, I don't or see these like going up in value as collect- collectibles. Like I just don't see them as that. I mean, maybe the short run right, you're, lends maybe, itself to that. Yeah, but maybe long term. Yeah, maybe. If I it's just, the last Shelby R that's a stick shift. Yeah. Is that the one with the carbon fiber? <laughs> yeah. Carbon fiber her, 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 her. <laughs> wheels. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's the one. Okay. Yeah, that's the one. Mm. Yeah. So I mean, I, I, maybe you know where? Maybe this is a keep it in the garage type of car. Yeah, it's a could be a future classic. Yeah. Mm, for, 
<laughs> Future. <laughs> ah, that's so funny, dude. Have you ever seen the Will Smith, uh, Will Ferrell skit where he pretends to be a uh, old miner amongst a bunch of army guys? No. You know how those old guy, old um, miners that had the pickaxe and the um, and the buck tooth and right, the long right, beards, like. Right. Yeah, it's just a funny sketch, and I was going to do that on the show. Like, oh, <laughs> where's the gold? You know, like, that's what he did. It's funny. It comes funny. natural now. Yeah, it does. It definitely does. But that wraps up our headlines for the week. Now let's move into E36 track car updates, and let me tell you, what a fucking week, Randy. What a fucking week. No let luck me, on the uh, let coilovers. Me su- let me summarize what happened uh, last week, right? What was said last week, right? Uh-huh. Um I found out that the camber plates that were sent to the coilovers that were I brought wrong. were incorrect. Yes. Right? They belonged to the E46, and I needed E36 ones. So they didn't believe you. So. <laughs> That's my guess. They Okay, this is, I get, I'm following up. I followed up the next day. Then on, like, the weekend go, I followed up on Monday. And I think it wasn't until Tuesday that I got a reply back saying, we sent this to the tech. He asked me if you have had tried rotating it 45 degrees, which at that point I got a little frustrated because I'm like, bro, I sent you diagrams with like arrows. I mean, it couldn't have been clearer. Yep. Yep. But I'm like, you know what? I'll give him the benefit of the doubt. Whatever. I'm like, you know what? I tried everything. I tried in every position. It's always diagonal. It's always crooked. I'm telling you, it's the wrong ones. Mm. So he's like, all right, let me get let me follow up with my tech and then I'll get back to you. So, of course, it's more waiting. Um, finally, I'm like, you know what? I, I just I, I, I don't know. Like, I need to call in. But I'm like, you know what? I'll give him some time. Yeah. So I had a frustration. Like I started ripping out the like the a rear subframe of the car. Mm. What I didn't want to do is have the car on four jack stands. OK. I, I why didn't. Not? Why? Uh, just for safety. Like I want, I like to have the front wheels on ramps and the oh, rear on jack stands if right. I'm working on the car. Right. right um, right. just to be a little safer. Totally, right? totally. But obviously, this is just, it's just, it's just delaying me too much. So I got frustrated, put it on jack stands, all four jack stands, and started pulling out subframe bits. I was gonna pull the subframe all together, but since I was doing it alone, it's a bit dangerous to do that. So mm-hmm. now I'm just pulling off all the parts one by one, okay. kind of examining them or whatever. So I'm doing all that uh, while, while I'm figuring this out. So finally I get an email back and it says, you know what? Like, I'm really sorry for having you go back and forth so much. Why don't I just get you in contact with my uh, tech, su- with tech support? So basically they want me to get on a phone with a tech, a technician, mm-hmm. to discuss what the issue is. Yep. So uh, I call in. Um, the guy that was emailing me, uh, was the one that picked up the phone. I'm like, yeah, man, I just, I just need to talk to somebody. So he forwards me to this, uh, to this technician. His name is Nate. So, um, so he's like, oh, so what's going on? I'm like, oh man, you know, like I just got the wrong camera plates. Like they're they're Every time I put them on, they're diagonal. They're just not the right ones. They're the E46 ones. I need the E36 ones. Mm-hmm. He's like, ah, oh, all right. So what car do you have? We go through the same song and dance, right? But this, he at least knew what E36 M3 meant. Okay. So I was like, okay, at least I'm in better hands. Uh-huh. So I'm like, it's all in the pictures, man. You can see, like, your picture, and I've got the arrows on there. My picture, it's wrong. Mm-hmm. And he's like, ah. Oh. And he's like, man, really? He's like, ah. Oh. So th- he decided to chalk it up to like error in assembly at the manufacturer. Yeah, totally. Right. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, you know what? This is what we'll do. I'll send you a label. You can return 
the your kit, yeah, and then I'll send you out a new one. Um, and he gave me his name just in case there's an, any other issues. So I'm like, all right, cool. You know what? That's fair. You know, like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna bitch about that as long the as the whole thing or just camera plates. The whole thing. Oh, okay. yeah. It kind of sucked. That I had to I had to take it all off. And I ended up banging my thumb hard oh, that I can't of even course, yeah. move it. My, my, oh, jeez. Yeah, it's all stiff and swollen uh-huh, right now. Uh-huh. But uh, but I, I put it all together. I taped it up. Um, and I'm, I put the shipping label on it. I'm like, all right, cool. And I actually paid for the other order in advance so they would ship it fast. And it should arrive on Monday. This Monday is when the new coilover setup arrives. Okay. Right? They did fast shipping for me. Uh-huh. Um, and today... Uh, where I, when I was going to take the coilover kit over to the, uh, to FedEx mm-hmm. to drop it off, I look outside and there's two boxes from ISC, which is the company that makes my coilovers. Okay. So I open one box and it's two camber plates okay. for an E36 M3. Uh-huh. But they're sort, they're off color. Like they're supposed to be gold, but one's a little more gold than the other. Okay. That's fine. So I'm like, well... I guess, okay, whatever. You yeah. Know? So I'm like, well, what's this other box? So then I open the other box, two more camber plates. Okay. For an E36 M3. So I'm like, what the hell? So I guess, I think when they forwarded the message to the tech, they also forwarded it to the manufacturer. Oh. And I see, rather, ISE, rather than ask questions, just shipped out a new set. And I think because I, I emailed twice, and I emailed first. I emailed the the uh, the guy that I was talking back and forth with. Mm-hmm. And once I wasn't getting replies, I emailed customer service separately, which they might have sent them to. So now I potentially have three sets of, of camber, camber plates, plates. <laughs> for the E36 M3. Oh, yeah. nice. So I guess this is kind of like it worked out because the this the second set that they that arrived is also off color okay but they're off color the same so they match so I match. So now you have yeah matching. i matched them from two different yeah. boxes yeah but i guess the customer service was so good on the isc side that they sort of jumped the gun okay i had already taken off the coilovers and packaged them up and taped everything up already yep if that wasn't the case, I would have just canceled the other order and then just put on the the camber plates and I would have been done. But you're shipping these. But now, I, sh- I already shipped them out because I mean it's it's already prepackaged. I'm like, you know what? I'm just gonna wait for the others to arrive. If those are wrong, at least I know I have replacement Dang, camber plates you're here. You're committed. Yeah, because I mean, because I, also I didn't install the rears. Oh, you did not. I didn't install the rears. They they look like they're E36 rears. I'm pretty sure they are. Yeah. But you know, I didn't check. So if I'm getting a new set anyway, just get rid of the old one that was oh, okay. that was already wrong, mm-hmm. and then take the new one in, and hopefully everything on that is right. Wow, yeah. nice! I went out of my way to make sure it was packaged neatly, you know, mm-hmm. and things are good for mm-hmm. them, you know, in case they need to resell that. But yeah, that's uh, that's kind of where I am. More delays, extra ton of extra parts. If you guys need some E36 M3 camber plates, let me know. Well, you're probably gonna sell them and make a little bit of cash too, right? Maybe I don't know if there's the because. They're for two and a half inch diameter springs, which are only coilover springs. Oh, and most coilovers okay. will come with their own camber plates. Oh, right. Yeah. Right, right. You're talking so, about high end specialty like Moton that are like four thousand bucks and don't come with camber plates. Yeah. But you're not going to put ISE camber plates. Right, on, right, right, on right, right. Four thousand dollar coilovers. Right, right. right? That so makes I, sense. I don't I don't I don't I don't see myself selling them. I'll probably list them for like 50 bucks. To be honest, I've kind of maybe let's talk about this. So I've I've. 
I'm halfway considering calling ISC uh-huh. and letting them know, hey, like, you guys sent me a ton of shit that I don't need. Yeah. You're waiting. You're shaking, shaking your head, my head no. like, nah, you just went, really? keep that shit. Yeah, I guess it's not that big of a deal for them. But, I mean, it's like, I don't know. I, I feel a little bad because they're, they're, they're trying to they're fix trying, the issue. Yeah, they're trying to be uh, great with their customer service. Right. And it's sort of biting them in the butt a little bit with yeah. how disorganized they are. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, okay, like, how much does this cost? Are they losing out like they're probably bucks? ten dollar parts? Maybe you're probably it's right. Aluminum, right? Yeah. And it's anodized. The uh, yellow is like the anodized yeah, type, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's probably ten, fifteen dollars. Yeah, I maybe guess. you're right. Yeah. So I'll just sell them. Yeah. For like forty. Yeah, that's. <laughs> I would think that'd be fair. But that's where I'm at, man. I mean, I still don't have the whole subframe out. Cause then I had to start doing work in the front mm-hmm. and then I banged my thumb. I was actually using the impact gun, uh, to get out the, the shock or mm-hmm. the strut. Mm-hmm. And I was using one of those wobbly bits. Okay. And the, wo- the wobbly bit came off. Oh gosh. And just swung and you heard like a, <laughs> like a bat as soon as I hit my thumb. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, dude, I thought it was broken. Yeah. That's I've, how bad I've, it hurt. I've, I've done that. Yeah, yeah. That's how bad it hurt. I thought it was broken. And then, I want to get on and play some Call of Duty with the homies, and then like I'm like my thumb is feeling super stiff, <laughs> and so I'm checking it out and it's all fat and shit. Ah. And yeah. So then I haven't been able to do any more work. But. Speaking of subframe, yeah, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> so I was doing a little bit of. Uh, I went into a YouTube rabbit hole this week. Okay. Uh, for. Rigid collars. Have have you heard of that? R- rigid collars. Yes. Sounds like something like sounds something. It's pretty sketch. No. So what it is is um, the subframe bolts that attach to your car, right? Okay. They're, they're, uh-huh. they're huge bolts, right? right they're probably right. the biggest ones for your car. Yeah. They go into a hole that's bigger than the bolt itself. It's not a snug fit. Okay. And the reason reason for that was because during the manufacturing process, I thought it was so many- <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it looks like you're running a marathon trying to get through this episode. Dude. Like- <laughs> during the manufacturing process, it makes it faster than having this like super tight and precise subframe hole okay. and bolt tightening in. Okay. So what the rigid collar does is um, you stick. It's like uh, it's like a top hat, you could say. Oh, uh, OK. And you stick the bolt through it okay. and into the subframe and it kind of reduces the sh- the shiftiness of that extra gap okay that i just mentioned okay so you hadn't heard about this at all uh i mean they sound like bushings to me they're basically like a bushing you could say yeah, yes yeah. that tightens up the uh the the gap uh, around the bolts uh, right body right, the right, body of the right. bolt yeah yeah and i mean i've heard good things about it but i guess since you had not heard about it and since you were taking out the subframe, I thought maybe it'd be worth mentioning to you. Rigid collars. Rigid collars. They seem to people say they work and they do wonders. Yeah. I don't know, obviously, but I'm. It might be one of the, not next mods, but up there on my list for for the S two thousand. Really? Because it actually, um, because of that extra gap, apparently the bolts. The subframe can slide just a little bit, yeah. and it's not torqued in like perfectly straight in. Right. So by having these collars in, it like makes for a firmer <laughs> feel to the, <laughs> to the vehicle drive. I mean that sounds. I mean that sounds sketchy to me if there's any play back there. But I mean with like with the E36, there's bushings. There's four bolts and four fat bushings between the bolt and subframe. Between the bolt and 
no, be, this goes go- between the subframe and the body of the car or where yeah it sort of does in that the bolt goes through the bushing into the subframe but it's not the the bushings go into the subframe and oh, the, okay. the subframe has pockets for them yeah yeah exactly and then you just put the bolts through those holes then maybe you are all good yeah i'm, I'm i pretty much am because i've already ordered everything so <laughs> right right right, yeah, right, right, right. I'm, I'm okay. gonna, but yeah i did i'm going with polyurethane in the back oh you are which i might regret because it's stiff and maintenance uh and well it It'll if be it noisy. Makes, if, it, if it's squeaky, it's going to annoy me. So mm-hmm. I have to lube them up mm-hmm. and probably mm-hmm. check them like every year. Yeah. Uh, which is going to be a little annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. If it becomes an, that annoying, I'll probably just go back to rubber. Mm. But right now I have a, a pretty soft durometer polyurethane. Okay. Definitely like stock is like, I think, 55, 65A. Okay. And I'm going 95. Ooh. So it's it's harder, but that's still considered mild. Really? Yeah, that's still considered mild. So 100 plus is like yeah. your like real racing. Well, then it goes into like D. It's weird rating. Oh, le- letters. Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. So, okay. Uh, but then 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 it's like solid aluminum. But I'm not gonna do that because yeah, I'm gonna have to reinforce talk. the car. Yes. So I'm gonna go with that to kind of just have still well mannered on the street, mm-hmm. but uh, have the performance on the track. Plus, I've always said to you that I, I like having motion in the car, being able to feel right uh, the car moving. So. So yeah, I'm not gonna do the rigid collar thing, but okay. But okay. Uh, yeah, I mean this—that's uh, I never heard of that. Yeah, it was a uh, the spoon sells it, but not just for Hondas. On the S2000, is that like is that an issue or is it uh, it's just not an, an upgrade? It's an it's an upgrade. Okay, because okay. it is bolt to subframe to body. There's no there's nothing in between. There's no like bushings or anything. Okay, that like snug up the uh, that uh, that bolt. Well, let's get into our next topic, which is one that I'm very interested in. The worst drug dealer. And Randy, this is your story. This is my story. Yeah. So in college, being an entrepreneurial minded (laughs) person that I am still to this day. Yes. Arguably. Right. Yeah. Yeah. We discuss Um, it all the time. Yes. uh, I decided and being kind not up. I wouldn't say a pothead. Yeah. But. Smoking weed occasionally. I just smoked all the weed all the time, every day. <laughs> it wasn't every day. <laughs> yeah. Because uh, it was hard to get, actually. Okay, really? It, in Detroit? The, the difficulty of getting it was what uh, spurred my interest in selling it. Okay. So I had a fellow pothead, uh, actual pothead uh, uh, you can say classmate. Fellow. Yeah. And he was, uh, he'd been, a, I'd known him since actually second grade, ironically. Oh, okay. And ironically, even more, he worked for um, a private contractor for the government. Okay. Now. Really? Yes, yes, yes. Are yes. you serious? Yes. And he's a pothead? He was. I don't know if he still is. Probably. Ah, Who no, knows? Unless he's a wizard about passing those tests. I don't know how you're keeping a government job. Yeah, yeah. So uh, it's high level, too. He's like director or something now. Yeah. So anyways, um, he was... Uh, He's actually the one that spread the idea. I was able to get larger quantities yeah. from a coworker at the bank that I worked at. Okay. And so, yeah, we started. By larger ounces? Just, we were just at the ounce level. Okay. We weren't buying pounds. Just. Yeah. We, yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, that's, an ounce is a lot. Yeah. And so the, the title of this main topic is, is I'm the worst drug dealer. Okay. And here's why. <laughs> Is because I would obviously break the um, ounce down into grams. Okay. Right. Right. But I would give, and we, it, um, 
we were talking about how nowadays to buy at a dispensary it's prepackaged right back right. in the day you get in a fucking plastic sandwich bag oh yeah for sure yeah and they give you a little extra before yeah right? yeah oh yeah or yeah. they had special sized gram bags yeah yeah for yeah. a plastic and i'm only talking about weed i never did anything else yeah um and so i would pinch from <laughs> from those grams and never give extra is what i was gonna say that's okay. why i felt like i was the worst drug dealer oh yes. you were, so you were stingy i was super stingy yeah and my customers hated me for <laughs> it but they were desperate so they'd have to buy from me ironically but they well, were well yeah i mean the market dictated your behavior right, right? exactly I mean, because you could do that yes you would and so i would sell it like 0.95 grams oh you did <laughs> yeah, yeah. oh hell no i know that's why i say i'm the worst drug dealer man because i'm an asshole least, i thought you were at least giving like the 100 percent. usually i'd go a full gram okay but sometimes i to smoke a little i would take like Point, you know. So you're the guy that eats the fries on the Uber delivery. Yeah, on the Uber food delivery. <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> yeah. Jeez, dude, no yeah. wonder. How long was this? Period? I only probably bought maybe six to eight ounces total in the entire lifetime. Okay, and then that was the end of your better. business. Yeah, I just didn't have a lot of customers because I think I was <laughs> using too much of the supply. <laughs> You didn't follow the ten crack command. No, I did dude. not yeah. at all. And my girlfriend at the time didn't know I was selling, she, uh, but she'd wonder how come you always have weed. I'm like, I just get them. I don't know. I just I just made up some bullshit excuse, and she just never <laughs> caught on. Really? Yes. Wait. So how would you like? How would you actually make deals? Never at your house? Just people I knew. Okay. It was just for people I knew, which was actually kind of worse. Yeah. Because then my reputation was bad, and they'd want to smoke with me, but I'd I'd. They would offer to use their Randy shit. Randy sells the type of worst shit. <laughs> yes. Isn't that funny? That's funny, dude. Yeah, that dude. sucks. I, I mean, this is very early in your entrepreneurial career, right? So you were learning. I was learning. Yeah. I was learning about market and being a good uh, cus good customer service. Yeah. And, you know, I don't indulge in selling that shit anymore, obviously. Right, right. right. Even though it's legal Although now. it's more lucrative now. Yeah, yeah and yeah. that too. So, yeah. But nonetheless, yeah. So that's why I was, I would say, the worst drug dealer. Jeez. Yeah. Pinching off the top. Yep. That's Adding like, some extra seeds for the I'm weight. Sh I'm shocked that you're admitting this. Yeah, you and I talked Th about that. This is almost worse than murder. No. <laughs> come on now. I've never murdered nobody. Yeah, How no. dare you? I know, right? How dare you, pinching, man? Pinching. Hippies yeah. just want to have fun. Ten dude. crack commandments, dude. Oh, damn. Pinching. Wait, so we're, would you like. Okay, so you'd weigh out a gram, pinch it, and then smoke that pinch? Yeah. <laughs> yes. <'Cause laughs> and I, you were like, this sucker's paying for my high. Because I, I I was good for with just a little pinch, like four or five hits, and I was good. Yeah. So I could pinch just that much, be oh good, my God. and then sell the gram. Yeah, dude, I probably wouldn't have talked talk to you anymore. Yeah, but again, Slim Pickens in Michigan, so. Yeah, because yeah, there's no way that would fly out here. Exactly. You know, the people that did that out here, even before there were, like, dispensaries mm -hmm. like there are mm -hmm. now, I mean, they wouldn't last that long. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, so you had to give, you know, a, a good amount. And to your point, I never extended my reach of sales. Well, I was also also scared. Were you, like, friends of selling friends of friends? Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah, because. Yeah, man, I know people who have gotten caught for selling weed. It was bad. Yeah, and cops here were not kidding about that. Like you had like a if you had like a, a gram on you yes out here right uh -huh. but you had 
like 50 baggies in a scale in your car, that's all it took for them to say, oh, you're dealing. Oh, really? You know, and like, I mean, com- you probably assume safely, yeah, you are if you have Obviously. baggies. But if you only have a gram in your car, like, yes, that's easily personal. Like, right, right, right. You know, th- but yeah, I mean, it was it was crazy for a bit. But what would you get hit with if you just had a gram back in the day? I mean, it was, uh, I'm pretty sure you were. Pre-legalization. Pre-legalization. I mean, did, you get, was, uh, did you know well, anybody? Schwarzenegger get- changed it so it was a misdemeanor. Oh, and I think he prior did. to that, it was, I think it was some, I don't know if it was a felony. I'm not going to say it was a felony, but. Well, it is it was a more federal seri- offense still. Yeah, yeah. so it was It was serious. Mm-hmm. Um, I think for your first offense, if you got caught, you had to do like a, a class. Like, oh, you had to okay. take like That's a, yeah, narcotics class. And then the second offense, I mean, you only really, really got in trouble, like serious trouble, if they could prove that you were dealing. Oh, okay. If they could prove that you were dealing, then okay. you were you were gonna get fucked. Oh, okay. Yeah, for sure. But it's it's funny because you see those people and then you see the people that were like dealing nickel bags and dime bags in middle school mm-hmm. and they're still doing it like in their twenties. Dime bags? Yeah. No, they're not dime like, bags. Okay, Obviously, but once still they grow up, weed? but they're still selling weed and it's just like, okay, like how do people like you get away with it? I know you're not careful. Right. You're telling, you know, right, you're telling right, people right, to meet right. you at like Denny's and shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, yeah. 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 Let's, uh, let's go have some moons over my hammy and do a drug deal. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah. but yeah, I mean, that's, uh, yeah, that sucks, dude. It's, it is crazy to think. Cause yeah, my friend got caught with a, uh, gram and he had to pay $350 in lawyer fees that I fronted for him. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Damn. And it was on his record for a while. Wow. In Michigan. Yeah. There's just not that hippie tolerance. It's not a liberal state like California. Is. Right. I mean, shit. Schwarzenegger's a Republican, and he's the one that yeah, reduced the, one, the ter- yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, it was it was well, his. probably to shrink the jail terms down, yeah, or the yeah. jails down, right? The population, yeah, that too, yeah. But yeah, it was it was a pretty rough fence, and that's kind of what scared me off the most about yeah, that makes sense going bigger time with it, yeah, because I mean, I think most of the people from my neighborhood didn't care so much about that because it was a it was sort of a way to survive, yeah, and not just. You know, just making or just making enough money to smoke and, you and know, have pinch. pot for you and, <laughs> and pinch things off. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. You, you had no real need to. No, there was no financial. You, know, you just need. wanted to be a gangster. It was just. Yeah, it was. A, it was a weird phase. And really, the pothead friend is the one that spurred the idea. Oh, uh, OK. Because he knew I could get a, an ounce at a time. Do you remember what you were paying for an ounce? Uh, 140, 120 oh, to 140. Damn, that's yeah. pretty good. Price wise, you mean? Yeah, it's not at it, that time. It wasn't shitty weed too. It and, was like, and, and you were selling them at, in in grams. It was yeah, at selling tw- at twenty a gram. Uh, yes, fifteen. Or well, 20. twenty a, a gram ish. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, yes. And yeah. there's thirty two. Thir- well, okay, you're not. You weren't selling all of it. Clearly. Yeah, <laughs> yes. But thirty two grams in an ounce. Is there thirty two grams? Yeah, so that's six hundred. That's six hundred and forty bucks. Yeah, 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 yeah. And we'd split it. So I we'd split the ounce, and I'd get half. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Yeah, so you were making decent money. Yeah, that is decent money for college. Shit. Hell yeah. Yeah, dude. yeah, yeah. I was also making ten bucks an hour as a teller. So okay. Yeah. Interesting. Yep. That's funny. Yeah. 
Yes. That sucks, dude. Uh, yeah. I hope you learned your lesson. Because if we did. do business together, legitimate business. I would actually weigh it and sell it at weight, <laughs> at legal weight. You have to sell it more than that. Yes. Yeah. It's kind of, it, the industry is, is, now that it's prepackaged, it's interesting. Yeah. There's a big complaint amongst the potheads that you don't get four ounce eighths anymore. Yes. You know, like, yeah, I'm sure. You know, now it's just strictly three and They half. might even be pinching like the Randy right. system. <laughs> right. And well, at least there's not a lot of seeds anymore. Right. In in the bud these days. Right? Oh, I No, there's none in them. Yeah. Back in the day. Oh, there was. Those oh, ounces those would have some seeds in firecrackers. It. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So it was uh, interesting times. Oh, you were selling that CD shit, dude. Well, that's all we could what get. What year was this? Uh, oh, three, oh, oh, four. Okay, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah that's. Uh, I mean, it's probably coming from here. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't stumble into kind of learning about that stuff. Mm-hmm. Probably until two thousand five, six, okay. seven. Okay. Years. The ins and outs, like the seed yeah, and the like, whole yeah, like, kind of hydro and yeah, like, knowing yeah all that mm-hmm, and like mm-hmm. no noticing who the dealers are and who yeah. the smokers are right right right. Before that, I was very I was brought up very anti. Yes, you know as it'll was ruin I. your life. As was I. You know your life will spin out of control. Mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. won't know what to do your do with yourself. Yep. So I was even like that with some of my friends in high school who. who oh smoked. yeah, you're a yeah. preacher. I would pre- not, wasn't not preaching, a but preacher, like but righteous, I, you're self-righteous. Yeah. And, and like I wouldn't be silently. I wouldn't be outward about it, yeah, but silently. I was like disappointed, mm-hmm, you know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, but then, then I, I, I went to college, and <laughs> 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 you know, I got educated. <laughs> right. Well, this is a show of the times and how they yeah. changed. I talked my parents into investing in cannabis companies. Really? Yes. And they're so conservative. You're gonna smoke a blunt with dad. As as I've, I joked about it. Yeah. They, they laugh it off, but I don't know. I feel like as you get older, when you don't experience those things, you start to get curious. I ho- I would be, I would, that would be interesting. Cause he needs to mellow the fuck out. My dad. <laughs> I think all third world dads have that. Probably. Yeah. That edge that needs to be doled down a bit. Dude. Totally. Yeah, a that, thousand percent. Yeah. That that would do mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like if all the proud boys just smoked some bud. Maybe yeah, they'll chill yeah, the yeah, fuck yeah. out. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yes. let's move into the last segment of this episode pick of the month. And to no surprise, my pick this week is a BMW. Is a fucking BMW. Okay. It is a 2010 E82. Okay. 135i. Okay. So this 135 is 135i. Yeah, so this is the you know I I own the 335i. Yes. This is a one series with the same power plant. Is it the same? Yes, the same power but plant. But no turbos. With the turbos. Oh, it, it's the same N54. N54 oh, engine. Okay. So it's it still has the twin turbo six cylinder engine in there in a car that's missing from 400 to 500 pounds. Mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. So it's that much lighter. And you were in that car. That car hauled. It felt nice. To accelerate on the on the 335i. Yes, yes. So to put it in a car that's even lighter, mm-hmm. I feel like that would be that that would be a lot of fun. The 135 was the same engine. Yeah, same exact that's engine. That's crazy. Okay, continue. Yeah, continue. same engine. So I stumbled upon this one uh, that's very competitively pli- priced at twelve thousand five hundred dollars. Okay. Um, I mean, the, it's only got one hundred ten thousand miles, which. As long as it's maintained, uh-huh. that's nothing for this car, especially okay. for this power plant. Yes. Which at one point was compared to the 2JZ, which I think was ridiculous. But 
It makes 300 horsepower. It makes 300 horsepower, and you can boost it up to like 700 on stock internals safely. Wow. Yeah. I so, didn't know that. Yeah, people That's have crazy. done that. Yeah, pretty easily. So it's uh, it's a car that can be modded to a really, really high rate. Uh-huh. Um, I would definitely get this as a street car. Yeah. And like it's 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 a, they're almost comically small. Yeah. Almost. Almost. But be, I think that's an advantage to me. Like cuz I really like the styling of the car. You do. But if I really do, the 135i, it, uh-huh. it actually looks pretty good. It looks aggressive. It's a like I said, it's a little bit comically small, just a little bit. Right. But if you are doing 500 horsepower in this car, you're probably going to be up there with a lot of the fastest cars on the street. So you're going to be to be able to embarrass a lot of people. Yeah. You know, the look of the front end. Yeah. Is the only part that bothers me just a little. It's a little really? too cutesy for me. It's the rear. Oh, really? Yeah. I'm looking at it right now. Yeah. Uh, for me, yeah, it's the no, rear. I could get past the rear. I'm telling you, like it, the car does have a bit of a, you know, comical miniatureness to it. Yes. A bit. Totally. Totally. A bit. But, you know, with a car that, you know, that has the, the power that it has, a twin turbo car, plus it's an agile little package, mm-hmm. I think this would be a lot of fun to have. 12 grand? What do you think you talk that down to? Eight? Nine? No. Um, the problem and benefit with this is that the car has extensive records. Oh, that yeah, this specific, this specific one. car. It's gotten all the service that. I pretty much did the 335 when I owned it has okay. already been done. Mm-hmm. All the injectors, all the necessary maintenance. I mean, you're talking about mile, uh, oil changes at 3,500 miles. Yep. Uh, record at a specific dealer or oh, a, wow. a specific shop. So uh-huh. it's not, they're not doing them themselves. Oh, okay. And really the only bad part about this car is that the paint is starting to fade. Okay. Which means that it was sitting outside. Mm. Uh, but not a huge deal in California. Not a huge deal out here. Plus, you could wrap it. And all of a sudden, the value of this car goes up. Honestly, I think this car is probably safe at like fourteen thousand. If they had the if the paint was nice. Oh, really? Is, you're you're probably at fourteen thousand, one hundred ten thousand miles. Mm-hmm. It's high, but it's like the beginning of high. Yeah, totally. You know what I mean? I agree. I agree. And with a lot of people in our generation, we look most of the cars that we're looking at, 160, 170, 180,000 miles, mm-hmm. right? I mean, you got lucky with the S2000. Yeah. But most cars, I mean, most M3s that I'm looking at now have crossed a 200,000 mile mark. Without a doubt. Yeah, E36 M3s. Yes. Uh, the E92s are getting there now, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is sort of the, the same generation as that. Um, so I, I would come in at a 10 grand offer. Yeah. But I'm really thinking that I'll, if this guy doesn't want it anymore. Yeah. Eleven five. Okay. If he has no real need to sell this, mm-hmm. I might be able to get 500 bucks off of this thing. Really? Yeah. I don't think, I don't you think you wouldn't go into four digits. Yeah. It's, it's actually, the car is actually pretty rare. Is it? Yeah. It's actually the one thirty five I is pretty rare. You can find the, the 128s are all, all, over the all place. day. Yeah, okay. all day. But the 135 in a manual uh-huh. is a little harder to find. What color is it? This is black. Okay. Yeah, okay. it's black. Um, it's the second owner car. Honestly, like, I, I, I was like, you know what? I mean, maybe <laughs> maybe, maybe uh-huh. I should pick up this car uh, because I know how rare they are. And I do like kind of the funkiness of it. 
uh but i just i, I probably wouldn't drive it yeah you know? exactly like, I was gonna, like, that's why i was laughing yeah was like, yeah I, there's just no need for there, it yes yeah yeah yeah, yeah. but it, it, it this is definitely my pick of the month if i was looking for a street car right now mm-hmm. this would be at the top of the list really yeah this would be at the top oh of it's the like list. a like a cheap or a very affordable car, right? yeah fun now car. That, i mean obviously it comes with the experience of having done a 335 and having doned the e92 m3 mm-hmm. and knowing what those experiences are like yep uh it kind of it's kind of driving that as well knowing that it'll be pretty easy to work on this car mm-hmm. um helps but i mean it's it's a rare car you can put you know 500 horsepower on it with a tune pretty easily I'll probably definitely eventually have to replace the turbos. Mm-hmm. The injectors have already be, been done, so I don't have to worry about that. All major service has been done, so I don't have to worry about that. Okay. And, I mean, I really don't have to worry about the turbos until, like, 150,000 miles. Okay. So, let's say I have 40,000 miles of fun in this car before the turbos start getting a little questionable, mm-hmm. at which point I could probably sell this car. For what you paid. For what I paid, right? Because th- th- I think there's still pretty high demand in the market for these cars sure um and the the price isn't isn't all that high mm. but it could be that he's just trying to get rid of it this uh. got posted four days ago so we'll see uh i'm gonna keep an eye on it is that a craigslist find or auto it's a, trader it's a craigslist find i don't really do auto trader too much no mm-hmm. huh although most of the good e36s i ever found in my search we're always auto trader really yeah all the high quality stuff really it's always the older older gentleman okay of course that i encounter yes. on auto trader right, whereas right, craigslist right. is like some yeah some yeah yeah because <laughs> <laughs> you gotta pay on auto trader to post it oh That's that why. makes sense well you gotta pay on craigslist now right it's like five bucks yeah but it's yeah. like uh 30 or 40 dollars i think really mm-hmm. auto trader. might as well put it on build a trailer damn yeah yes exa- yes that's crazy yeah. yeah but yeah i think this post of the month or the pick of the month thing thing is a little bad for my mental health <laughs> like every because you yeah, to start shopping once a month i'm like man maybe i should get rid of the e92 and get into this Oh, that would be a bad like get into, you know, the Porsche. Remember, that was the last one. Yes. Yes. Where it's like, okay, it's not a big reach. Right. I mean, the the, swapping this for this 135 or that. Yeah. Yeah. The E92 for the 135 would be like you'd make a little bit of cash. For sure. Yeah. I'd make the money that I would use to mod it. (laughs) Right. Exactly. Yeah. And for sure. Yeah, you've had your fun with the E92. Yeah. I so don't when know. are we gonna go check out this 135? Nah, I don't know. I don't know that I could give up the E92 for this car. Oh really? Yeah. It's too much of a step I'm down. Not, I'm not ready. I don't know that it's a step down, but it's a different car. It's like because for me, a street car is about how it makes you feel, right? As opposed to a track car where it's how it's great how it handles, it, right? How it effective is, yeah. it is, right? Yeah, yeah. A streetcar is how you feel, and I feel like the eight-cylinder feel is hard to get back. Because, I mean, I said it when I got the E92 from the 335. The 335 has a lot more balls and the lower revs Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. of the turbo. Yeah. But it's just you feel it's a more exhilarating drive in the E92. Mm. That's what it is. Right. Yeah. You can take you can launch the 335 and it feels good to get that launch. But I'm cruising in the E92 and it feels like it's got balls. OK. You know I, what I see. mean, just because yeah. it's loud. It's it's just a lot of ruckus I coming see. from that car I see. that you I wouldn't see. get from the, the 35i. I see. And I'm not a big fan of the exhaust notes 
on the on the different exhausts out for the market for the 135. Okay. Although most of the time you just hear them with burbles. Okay. Which kind of tangent, that would be an advantage of the EV takeover. No more burbles. Yeah, no more two step, no more nah, burbles. Yeah, no more no more burble tunes. My kids generation will not have that takeover shit happening. Well, at least as far <laughs> as EV takeover. Yeah, they'll have EV takeover. Takeovers. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Where yeah. all they hear is tire screeching. Yeah. Yes. Man. Crazy, right? I, that's uh I mean, this would be a good candidate. The 135i would be a good candidate for the EV conversion. Absolutely. But Absolutely. that's the pick of the month, the 2010 135i E82. 12 grand. Yeah, 12 Yeah, 12 grand is probably what you end up paying for it. Mm-hmm. It's got the N54, not the N55 that has a single turbo, mm-hmm. the most unreliable one, the N54. Okay. Yeah, but they're easy to work on, so it'd be nice to have it. Mm. Man, I wish I could just buy these cars every month. I know, right? You know, that'd be nice. And just swap? Just and just Not even, like, or yeah, just, have one yeah. that you swap, right? Yes, exactly. This would be my first one, and then next month swap to a different one. Mm-hmm. I get the chore of selling it would be a pain in the ass. That's the problem, and paying the taxes. It wouldn't be too tax. hard, though. Like if, like, if I paid twelve grand for this car, it probably wouldn't be too hard to sell it again in a month for the same twelve grand. Right, not not enough time has passed for that car to devalue. That's true. Um, the the chore would just be where to store it. Ah, uh, yes. You know, so it That's could be true. that you accumulate three or four cars at any one time because you're not selling them often. Right. And then all of a sudden, in one month, you sell all four. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but it'd be interesting to be able to do that. Now we're getting more aggressive. I think a while ago I mentioned rotating cards yearly. Yeah, yeah, now, yeah. Now it's at the monthly <laughs> now level. Now it's down to monthly. There's just so many cars. There man. really is. There's like so I kinda, many. I, I miss JDM. Oh, you do? Yeah, I miss JDM, dude. You do? I miss JDM. Like, so what would be the first one to get into if you, went, if you kinda, had a chance to I get back in? I kind of want to explore the Nissan side of things for a little while. Really? And then, you know, kind of come. Like a 240SX or, yeah. or a 240Z? Um, I'm, I'm, I think 240SX. You like, okay. Or even like, you know, the newer Sylvia's. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, Once they become legal. You know, or, or even an actual Skyline, you know. Um, the the US R35 or the oh, classic no, the, ones? Oh, the, no, yeah, the classic ones, oh, R33. Yeah. Or, mm-hmm. you know, maybe I, I would like the R33 specifically, but maybe even the R34. Yeah, I kind of feel like I need, to, I need to go into that world for a bit. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Just because I've, I've gone from JDM so long, it's always been BMW, BMW, BMW. Yeah. And yeah, now yeah. it's looking. I might jump to Porsche. Like right. it just feels lame. You know. Like. Okay. I, you know, you the, think so? Yeah. Like I, I, I want to go back to all the loves I had. Right. And one of right. them was Honda. Yeah. Right. Which was my JDM introduction. They're so easy to work on. Mm-hmm. They're very reliable. Mm-hmm. Let's you know go to Nissan, go to Toyota for a bit, yeah. go to Honda for a bit, yeah. and before I settle on one I want to go to. <laughs> but that's Try where my out. mind is. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. That's why I got Hot Wheels because that's the only way to fill all of those. Um, yeah, I mean desires. that makes it easier. Although you can't drive the bitches. I guess you could rent them. I need to spend more time on Turo. Uh, you could rent them. Yeah, I could rent stuff to have. And fun there's a in. thing called Rent JDM in in Vegas. In Vegas. Did you know about that? No. Rent JDM, where all the illegal California imports that you can drive everywhere else. Yeah. Such as Skylines. Yeah. And other imports. Right. They have. And you can rent, rent them out. 
Wow. Mm-hmm. They just started. Brilliant. They, they finished their open. They started their opening right at the start of COVID, I think. Oh, that sucks. So they're a little tight, or I should say it's, you know, I don't know what they're. Um, they probably sell cars, too. I don't I don't know that. Okay. Honestly, I don't think so, but they could. But they definitely are letting you rent any of those supercars, including, I think the R thirty threes they got an R thirty three. It might <laughs> Suzuki Cappuccino. Yeah, I know. It, it, it <laughs> might it might be worth taking the trip. I did not know that that existed. I bet you during SEMA that you they're know, like well, sold out. I feel like I feel like that would be really successful here. It would be, dude. Like L A. SoCal is the land the of bacon. It, yeah, yeah, and flossing, yeah, yeah. You know, you're like, yeah, j- you already Vegas heard, is our yeah, neighbor we, to, for we that. We heard but the report yeah. of people having like fake airplanes. Yes, right? I did. Yes, it's the same thing. Like if we got people like rolling in their skylines, rolling, just renting them out. Yeah. Huh. But obviously, there's issues with like registration on those cars. Out well, here. the R32, you can register for an extra ten grand in in California. I guess you got to see if it's uh, profitable or not. In that exactly. Case, can we get exactly. more than 10000 out of that car? And you have to have no connection to that car and understand that it's strictly a whore. Oh, and for you're sure. And you're pimping yeah. out this beautiful, gorgeous You're going to wear it vehicle. out to nothing. Yeah, that's good. or it's going to be destroyed completely. Yeah. Well, ev- the good thing, though, is that even when it is worn out, mm-hmm. at the end of the kind of its life as yeah. a fleet car yeah you can probably still sell it for what you bought it for maybe yeah. yes maybe maybe yeah. especially if it's registered in california yeah. oh for sure because the shell could be worth uh, quite a bit Extra too Ten thousand. Mm-hmm. this might be a new business proposition for us that we'll need to take on yes indeed but with that that is our episode how do you find us john you can find us at 91 octane.com that is all letters no numbers also like and subscribe wherever you like wherever you're listening to this instagram i'm oh, sorry wherever you listen to this episode <laughs> i'm losing my teeth too yes <laughs> <laughs> just talking follow us on instagram at 91 octane and if you have any questions we'll fill at the, fill them in at the end of the episode info at 91 octane.com <laughs> <laughs> Uh, any last last words randy no (laughs) suffering succotash (laughs) good night go get your teeth fixed (laughs) yeah (laughs) later